News of the Times. History News Short. From the Edinburgh Evening Current, February 1829. Confessions of Burke, authenticated by his own signature, Part 1. Murdered and Dissected. The following is the document which we have had for some time in our possession, to which is subjoined a facsimile of Burke's writing from a passage in the Confessions, written in his own hand on the 21st of January. Abigail Simpson was murdered on the 12th of February, 1828, on the forenoon of the day. She resided in Gilmerton near Edinburgh and has a daughter living there. She used to sell salt and Cramston. She was decoyed in by Hare and his wife on the afternoon of the 11th of February and he gave her some whisky to drink. She had one shilling and sixpence and a can of kitchen fee. Hare's wife gave her one shilling and sixpence for it, and she drank it all with them. She then said she had a daughter. Hare said he was a single man and would marry her and get all the money amongst them. They then proposed her to stay all night, which she did as she was so drunk she could not go home, and in the morning was vomiting. They then gave her some porter and whiskey and made her so drunk that she fell asleep on the bed. Hare then laid hold of her mouth and nose and prevented her from breathing. Burke held her hands and feet still till she was dead. She made very little resistance and when it was convenient they carried her to Dr. Knox's dissection rooms in Surgeon's Square and got ten pounds for her. She had on a drab mantle, a white grounded cotton shawl with small blue spots on it. Hare took all the clothes and went out with them, said he was going to put them into the canal. She said she was a pensioner of Sir John Hope. The next was an Englishman, a native of Cheshire and a lodger of Hare's. They murdered him in the same manner as the other. He was ill with the jaundice at the same time. He was very tall, had black hair, brown whiskers mixed with grey hairs. He used to sell spunks in Edinburgh, was about forty years of age, did not know his name, sold to Dr Knox for ten pounds. The next was an old woman who lodged with Hare for one night, but does not know her name. She was murdered in the same manner as above, sold to Dr. Knox for ten pounds. The old woman was decoyed into the house by Mrs. Hare in the forenoon from the street, when Hare was working at the boats at the canal. She gave her whiskey and put her to bed three times. At last, she was so drunk that she fell asleep, and when Hare came home to his dinner, he put part of the bed-tick on her mouth and nose 
and when he came home at night, she was dead. Burke at this time was mending shoes, and Hare and Burke took the clothes off her and put her body into a tea box. They then took her to Knox that night. The next was Margaret Patterson, who was murdered in Burke's brother's house in the Canongate in the month of April last by Burke and Hare in the forenoon. She was put into a tea box and carried to Dr. Knox's dissecting rooms in the afternoon of the same day and got eight pounds for her body. She had two pence halfpenny, which was held fast in her hand. Burke declares that the girl Patterson was only four hours dead till she was in Knox's dissecting room, but she was not dissected at the time, for she was three months in whiskey before she was dissected. She was warm when Burke cut the hair off her head. And Knox bought a Mr. X, a painter, to look at her. She was so handsome a figure and well-shaped in body and limbs. One of the students said she was like a girl he had seen in the Canongate, as one pea is like another. They desired Burke to cut off her hair. One of the students gave a pair of scissors for that purpose. In June last, an old woman and a dumb boy, her grandson from Glasgow, came to Hare's and were both murdered at the dead hour of night when the woman was in bed. Burke and Hare murdered her the same way as they did the others. They took off the bedclothes and tick and stripped off her clothes and laid her on the bottom of the bed and then put on the bed tick and bedclothes on the top of her and they then came and took the boy in their arms and carried him to the room and murdered him in the same manner and laid him alongside his grandmother. They lay for the space of an hour and then put them in a herring barrel. The barrel was perfectly dry and there was no brine in it. They carried them to the stable till next day. They put the barrel into Hare's cart and Hare's horse was yoked to it, but the horse would not drag the cart one foot past the meal market, so they got a porter with the hurley and put the barrel on it. Hare and the porter went to Surgeon Square with it. Burke went before them as he was afraid something would happen, as the horse would not draw them. When they came to Dr. Knox's dissecting rooms, Burke carried the barrel in his arms, the students and them had hard work to get them out, being so stiff and cold. They received sixteen pounds for them both. Hare was taken in by the horse he bought that refused drawing the corpse to Surgeon Square, and they shot it in the tanyard. He had two large holes in his shoulder, stuffed with cotton, and covered over with the piece of another horse's skin, to prevent them being discovered. Joseph, a miller by trade and a lodger of hares, he had once possessed of a good deal of money. He was connected by marriage with some of the Caron company. Burke and Hare murdered him by pressing a pillow on his mouth and nose till he was dead. 
He was then carried to Dr Knox's in Surgeon's Square and they got £10 for him. Burke and Helen MacDougall were on a visit seeing their friends near Falkirk. This was at the time a procession was made round a stone in that neighbourhood. Burke thinks it was the anniversary of the Battle of Bannockburn. When he was away, he fell in with a woman drunk in the street in the West Port. Burke took her into his house and murdered her himself and sold her to Dr. Knox's assistants for eight pounds. When Burke went away, he knew Hare was in the want of money. His things were all in pawn. But when he came back, he found him to have plenty of money. Burke asked him if he had been doing any business. Hare said he had been doing nothing. Burke did not believe him and went to Dr. Knox, who told him that Hare had brought a subject. Hare then confessed what he had done, a cinder-gatherer. Burke thinks her name was Effie. She was in the habit of selling small pieces of leather to him, as he was a cobbler. She gathered about the coachworks. He took her into Hare's stable and gave her whiskey to drink till she was drunk. She then lay down amongst the straw to sleep. They then laid a cloth over her, and Burke and Hare murdered her as they did the others. She was then carried to Dr. Knox's Surgeon's Square and sold for £10. Andrew Williamson, a policeman, and his neighbour were dragging a drunken woman to the Westport Watch House. They found her sitting on a stair. Burke said, let the woman go to her lodgings. He then took her to Hare's house. Burke and Hare murdered her that night the same way as they did the others. They carried her to Dr. Knox's in Surgeon Square and got £10. Burke being asked, did the policeman know him when they gave him this drunk woman into his charge? He said he had a good character with the police, or if they had known that there were four murderers living in one house, they would have visited them more often. You have been listening to News of the Times, and I am Robin Coles.